right. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I don't know why I wasn't expecting it because I know that he does that. But in that exact moment. I know, but he ain't been doing it in the last couple drawings. Like, Possibly we went like five. Bob, baby. No, no, no. Keep it going. You're just supposed to, like, that's supposed oh. to be the background while I, you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. Like, all right. That's why oh, I'm just wanted to make sure. Yeah, like, I'm a guest. I just want to, you know, I never like... want to interrupt the feng shui of things. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to interrupt the And it's been a while. So, like yes, I said, nice. like, I was just like, you know, dig, dig. I want to cultivate the moment. Yes, sir. I go by the name of Jetty A-Track, J-E-I-D-E, the number eight, T-R-A-C-K. You can find me on Positive Vibes, maybe I-G-P-V-M podcast on Twitter. Subscribe, share, like. And I'm here with my luscious fly them out because you know what the motherfucking hoes is dying about. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. My man. brother, go ahead and talk to people, man. Yo, this is your main man. Your main gentleman. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm Dash. Oh. Dash Smith. Time. I like to fly them out. Dress like ladies, comma. Oh. My name is Dash Smith. Oh yeah. Well, you know, I'm here for the ladies. You know, first of all, you know what? Shout out to Kamala Harris. Right on, right What's on. up, baby mm-hmm. girl? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations on becoming vice she president of America. Early, I see. For me? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm, I'm I'm placing my bed in just in case the husband fuck up. You know, Yikes. I'm there. I can take care of all your needs. Yikes! I had to say, I'll just fly him out. I'll fly out too, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm up. I'll ask your boy. All right, after that, <laughs> after that, because I. Whew. Swish. I'm just saying, Kamala looked pretty good Swish. for a 56 year old woman too. Not even for 56, like she looked hella good. Like I dig on it, I dig on it. Like she got that whatever, whatever J Lo, Holly Berry, and all them sipping on. She's sipping on that shit too. Well, you know, black black age like wine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like real time. You know what I mean? But we are here today with a fly, introspective. I would say a hustler, of course, but more than that, persistent. Mm-hmm. He's one of the more consistent artists that I've met in the city. So I was blessed to meet him a few years ago. I'm not sure what the actual year is, but shout it's out. Spend some time. Right. Shout out to Chris Vance because he definitely introduced me to this brother right here. Yes, sir. And he has a new project out. Indeed. Just Indeed. a man, everyday striving. James. James. That's what my mama named me. You know what I'm saying? The streets call me I know Brasco, a.k.a. They know I know. You know what I'm saying? A.k.a. Black Bob. I used to have a whole bunch of AKAs back when AKAs was cool as shit. And I, like, I used to have like, <laughs> I had like a whole rundown of them Jones. But uh, yeah, I know Brasco, a.k.a. They know I know. Um, North Philly Zone, you know what I'm saying? I'm just happy to be here, you know what I'm saying? New album out now, it's called James. Um, like you said, just a man, everyday striving. And uh, yeah, I'm here, man. I'm happy to be here. Maybe, Positive yeah, vibes, man. maybe. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. yes sir. Maybe. Maybe. That's what the maybe for. Word. Yeah. Let's get into it, though, because Facts. Authentic came out no, I'm sorry, not authentic. I am us. I am came us. out what was De- that last December, year? December December twenty nineteen. Yeah, December twenty nineteen. All right, so it's I been a us. yeah, it's been a yeah, year. Yeah, since. yeah, almost a year. All right, right on, yeah, right on. So one of the first things I want to get into, obviously, the physical transformation, the appearance, because from I am us mm-hmm. to where we are now with James. Mm-hmm. 
through the promos, through the marketing, through everything, you're putting it out there that you're making this this new this new look, this new this new being, whatever this person that you're personifying, even if it's just you being James as opposed to I know Brasco. Yeah. What led to this transformation specifically for this project? Uh honestly, um to be honest, all right, let's let's keep it all the way funky. Of course the pandemic played a part. Mm-hmm. It causes a space where it gives you a lot of time to evaluate things and reevaluate things. Um, when I was working on I Am Us, I was at the tail end of dealing with some stuff in a musical space that I wasn't really happy with. You know what I'm saying certain situations and stuff I wasn't happy with. I was creating great music that I loved. I loved the music, but my situation wasn't the greatest. And I Am Us was one of those things where I put it out because I had the music and I couldn't just sit on it. But just being able to be home, like, you know what I'm saying, working from home, having my kids around me all the time. Like, they were always, like, they live with me. They're always with me. But I work two hours away from my home. Mm. I'm losing four hours a day of just being dad. You know what I'm saying? Traveling, having to run errands on the way home. So once you eliminate that, you start to see little things like the after school routine that I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like they, their mom handles that. So it wasn't, I wasn't always there, you know, what the routine was when school was over or, you know what I'm saying? My youngest one, what time she would take her nap, you know what I'm saying? Cause I would be in the grind. Right. So just being able to readjust, see those things, evaluate how I want to be as a father, you know, what I want for them moving forward because we don't know where the world is going mm-hmm. and what I want them to have moving forward I just took time with me and then, you know, certain things just start to happen. You know what I'm saying? Certain things start to happen. You know what I'm saying? Get and and so this is me now. This is me in my in my best form that I know of me. Mm. And hopefully as I grow and learn, I reach another form. And, you know, whatever that may look like or may sound like or may be like, who knows? But in this space right now, this is the most comfortable I've ever been in life with with me. I dig that. It's one of the few blessings about COVID that, mm-hmm. you know, I've had these conversations with with a few people. And it's like, we all know that the pandemic fucked a lot of shit up. Like, mm-hmm. that just, that's granted. But one of the, the more silver linings of this, so to speak, is that we have time for us to be with our families. We have time to be with ourselves, to mm-hmm. sit down with ourselves. And, and you know, just to assess and, and just to evaluate shit yeah. that, that we need things that we need to focus on, mm-hmm. you know, just just put our lives in, in a different type of order and yeah. check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you that. just gotta you just gotta like it's every everybody's not afforded the luxury of calling a timeout. It's a fact. Everybody's not afforded that luxury. And the pandemic taught me that things that I thought were extremely like extreme like they would cause me a lot of stress. Like but then in the grand scheme of things, when I look at what's going on around the world, I would realize, you know what, even in my stressful things, there are people that would kill to have those. Mm-hmm. So now how do I take those stressful things and look at them in a different space? How do I look at them as a problem that needs to be solved as opposed to a problem that I have to fight through? You know what I'm saying? It was a time, like it was a time out. It was a, hey, yo, look. Now that, you know, you're not traveling this much every day and you say to yourself, all right, I'm saving money on travel. Well, what do you take that money and what do you incorporate it into for the betterment of you as a person or the betterment of your kids or, you know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. All right. 
that in even small amounts, you say, all right, that $21 gym, $21 a month gym membership, you're not going to the gym. It's an extra 20 and it sounds like a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But if you take that extra 20 and then you, you know, you take it, you put, Hey, put, put that right over here. Mm -hmm. We're going to sit that over here and each month, whatever we were spending on this, we're going to put that over here. And then you look up a couple months later and you're like, something comes up, something breaks, something needs to be purchased. There's an emergency and you say, normally you're like, damn, I ain't got it. And then you say, oh wait, Mm -hmm. I got to put that away. So it, it the luxury of uh, like you said the silver lining of the pandemic is just the the ability to refocus, reevaluate, reassess, and then just go at it from a different angle, and mm. you know hopefully it works. Dig on that, dig on that. The way that you broke it down though, because all right, so little back, little back, back, and this brother knows this as well. Mm-hmm. This brother became an MC that I was following that I was checking for his music, that I was, you know, observing his his maturation, his um evolution and development since the first time I seen him perform Glory. Mm. I told him about this record. I said, Glory is like one of those records where when I hear it live, mm. I feel the energy and how it resonates with people. Because it's not a turn up record, it's not nothing. It's a right. sit your ass down and listen. Right. And I love sit your ass down and listen records. Yep. R- really, really quick, sir. My favorite thing about that record is is performing it and starting my shows with that. Mm. Like I've been in situations where, like, like big artists come to the city. I get, I get, you know, what I'm saying they tap my line. Yo, we want you to open for so and so, but you're going on first. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, bet this crowd ain't here for this. Mm-hmm. We gonna give it to him anyway, mm-hmm. and 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 we we gonna set the tone right here, and that, and that's 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 one of the, no, that's always been my favorite part about that. It's like sure. from the jump, hey, listen, this is how we gonna start. We gonna have some fun in a minute, but let's start by talking about some things, and then go from there. Hell yeah, yeah hell man. yeah, fuck with that. So even in the way that you broke it down, as far as your evaluation through COVID, it doesn't seem. And I, I'm sure that you've zeroed in. I'm sure that things are like nuanced, but mm-hmm. it doesn't seem that you've changed too much on the mind state because I hear this consciousness through your music. Like you've mm-hmm. always placed your life in the common person's like mainframe so that you're not too much, quote unquote, higher on the pedestal, on the echelon than just like the average listener. Because mm-hmm. even the name of this album, you know what I'm saying? Just mm-hmm. a man everyday striving, you know what I'm saying? That's all it is. So, Specifically, outside of COVID, mm-hmm. and I know your daughters have like a heavy play into this, but specifically outside of COVID, what made you feel that this was the time to reintroduce yourself, so to speak? It was it was a combination of of, of two things. Number one, I, like I said, with the with the project that I dropped right before that, the I Am Us project, that project took that was in many different forms before it became that. It started out as something completely different. And then as my musical situations changed with my management, ex-management and all that stuff and all the BS that went down with that, it, you know, it turned into a different project. And out of the 11 songs on there, nine of them had a feature on there, Mm -hmm. which played into the us theme. Like I, I cultivated it into something different. I hadn't had a chance to just, just rap and just be me and just do exactly what it was I wanted to do. It, I don't care about a single, I don't care about 
making you know dj spent i love the djs respect all djs but right, right. like like getting a dj to play your record in a certain space isn't the thing anymore i don't care about making it onto you know the the big name playlist that you have to buy your way onto i just felt like all right i'm in this situation the world is shut down mm-hmm. and creatively I feel as though I'm getting back in tune with how I used to love to make music. Ain't nothing else to do but from like, all right, cool. Once the studios are open, I'm making a call and I'm going to go in and I'm going to knock this joint out. Like I did James in one day. Right, right. Like did the, uh, out of the seven records, I did six in one day. And the seventh one I did in the Uber on my way to go mix the records. Okay. It was just like, it just felt natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, like more than anything, it was just like, I don't have any obligations to anything or anyone in this space of rapping. I can say what I want. I can do what I want. I can feel how I want. And nobody can tell me anything. There's no manager to say, oh, you need a single. There's no, you know, there's nobody to be like, oh, but, you know, the, the DJs need something. And, you know, you got to do something for this. And that is no noise. It's no noise. I'm allowed to create and paint the 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 picture that I want for me. And, you know, luckily my my my, my guy Jim Boney, who produced the entire project, he did every every beat on there, he felt the same. You know what I'm saying? Like as I'm I'm a little bit older than him, and you know, he's making transitions from just doing music to doing music and doing some other stuff. And, you know, he had got away from from doing the music the way that we used to. Mm. And he hit me one day and he's like, yo, I got some joints. Let me know what you like. Just sent them. He was like, I was just messing around with some stuff. This is the first three beats on on James. And it was like, all right, bet. No, I see where we at. Dig it. I just need a couple more. Let's go. And we just we just did it, man. And it, it but not having any any ties to anything, anything that I was beholden to. Nothing. Just go. Do say what you want. And with everything that's going on, I had some shit to say. So, you know, it's just like, let's rock. Like, I dig fuck it. it. I dig it. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that's when you're most creative as an artist, when you don't have like that outside influence and you're just able to just do you? Or do you feel like you can also utilize what somebody else is suggesting upon you and add to that? Um, I think, I, I think a little bit of, I think I'm, in my best space when I can just do things, but I take pride in the, cha- not the challenge. Cause nobody's ever challenged me like, Hey, you can't do this kind of song. Like it's not that, but when it's like, yo, this is the, this is what we're trying to capture here. Can you make like, can you make something that represents you, but in this space, in this mode, in this BPM, in this soundscape, all right, cool. Let me find, let me find, you know, I'm a maneuver and I'm going to find my way through a trial and error. It might be one or two joints that, you know, end up on the cutting room floor, but we're going to find out what it's going to be. I feel better just being able to just do whatever. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's mine. But at the same time, I, I, I don't, I don't dislike having to fall into certain pockets at certain times. Like either way, I'm, I'm cool. As long as I get to just rap. Like that's it. As long as I get to rap, I'm cool. Like that shit is therapy for me. I know that's so cliche. No, no, no. But no, like no, no. that's a real It's literally though. like rap, especially like with like a pandemic, like with you figure right. pandemic, 
rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Right, like, right. uh, like your bad. Like, yeah, how man. about it? How like, about it? Everything, everything from 2020. 2020, I had two choices. Choice A, wait until the studio opens and rap like my heart, like like my life depends on it, or punch a hole in the wall and then have to spackle it up. And I don't, I'm not really good at shit like that. <laughs> Like spackle yeah. and like tools and shit like that. I'm not really good at that. No, so right. it was rap. Like I it was either it. that or like break the house, and I didn't want to break yeah, the house. I dig it. I dig it. Shit, that get expensive. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm not. Uh, for real, you know like, what I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. And I that. broke a TV or two, and my dad like TV. I've never broken a TV. Right, right. I, wait. Ah, uh, the Eagles. Unintentional. Got me there. Yeah. Unintentionally, I done broke a TV. No, but no, them NFC Championship games, man. So would you I do was, something at it, son? I'm the last one, yeah. The so first you just, one. You just I consciously look at your screen and like, say, you know what? I was tight that first one. <laughs> that first one was when Pixie was getting was getting chucked up by the little right. corner. Right. I was just like, my nigga, five five. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> you six four. Start using your height. Like, yikes. Oh, yikes. I've never, I've never. Not only have I never broken a TV, I've never met someone who broke a TV due to a sporting event. So this is new for me. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've, I've never, yeah, yeah. I, and I've been that angry. I was that angry recently with the Eagles. Like I was watching the I'll Eagles game a couple of weeks ago. The, the, the game against the Giants. The See, I don't get as mad as I used to no more. I'm, I'm able to control my that. anger. No, like, I, I, almost, I had to walk out the room because I felt myself in the Sixers. Joel, oh, yeah. Joel, listen, MB pissed me off one playoff game to MB the point pissed me off the entire I, playoffs. I, I, look, I, look, I looked over That's and I, I, said, I said, if he comes down here and pulls up the, from the another key, fucking three, right? Because he had pulled up for like three in a row. Yo, he was playing the Brooklyn Nets. I'll never that forget. That first year he was shooting threes. I loved that. I was just like, I loved uh, that. He killing almost. in the post, hit the three. I had to After leave. that, he's just started taking threes like he fucking Dirk. Nigga, you not. <laughs> Oh, you I had not. to leave. I said, I said if, Get your ass in the paint. I said, if he pulls up for another to. three, I'm going to break this goddamn Yikes. TV. And he came, he came, and he put. And the motherfucker that fake. should be shooting threes, said, Ben. Oh. He pumped fake. He pumped fake. And when he pumped fake, I had one of my daughter's toys in my hand, and I, my arm went back. He pumped fake, too? Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, that's a fact. That's a fact. Oh, we both pump fake, right, dog. Right, and right. I, I was so happy I didn't break the TV oh, that day. Because I don't feel like buying nah, another that's one. That's a fact. I feel no, that. For that's real, where Ben takes me with his shooting. Mm. I'm just... That and uh, the dribble, let me just stop. Keep your fucking dribble alive, kid. i never seen a point guard stop so much. Yeah, but see, I'm I'm like, I'm not super athletically gifted, so me either. But I, so I, mean, I, a lot, like, I know the in those game. They like I, tell I know the you game. What you're doing wrong? I like, know the game, and I get angry at it. But then at the same time, I give I give professional athletes the courtesy of the fact that they are professionals for a reason. Like you ever see that 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 Geico commercial where it's the guy and he's walking around with all the parents. And he's like teaching them, like he's teaching them how to not be just like their parents. <laughs> and so it's the one guy, yeah. the one guy is under the sink and the guy is talking to him like, oh, you decided to use that tool. Good choice. And he stops and he's like, yo, you're paying him. He knows what he's doing. Right, right. I give professional athletes that courtesy. I can't, listen, I can't pull up from 40 feet and hit a three with the game on the line mm-hmm. under pressure. So I understand when, I when certain players make, make certain mm-hmm. mistakes. But that's also why I don't give rappers any leeway because I know what it takes to rap. That's a fact. So like that, like that, that. that's my trade off right there. I'm more critical of music than I am sports because I can't step into their arena and do what they do. I you know that. what I'm saying? I like that. I can't go down there and guard Anthony Davis. I'd look stupid. 
So All any right. of us yeah. will look stupid. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's why I'ma sit my ass down, watch and go, yo. I mean, but they're still human. Hey. They're not a ball critique. No, you no, know? no, like, no, no. Yeah. I no, I critique like, them. Yeah. I critique them, but I just try I just not to yeah. I try not to like get too down on them because I'll be saying to myself, like oh, the yeah, professionals that them. they go yeah. against. The professionals that they go against can't guard some of them. Mm-hmm. You know what that's, I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so if, if somebody who trained to do that can't do it, then I'm just going yeah, to eat level. my sandwich. Right. Exactly. And, and, yeah. and shut the fuck up. Exactly. I know. I, I, yeah, that's why I don't get too crazy with the insults. I just be like, what the fuck is you? Yeah, oh. yeah, that, that that's where that's where yeah. I I'm like, man, what the fuck? Yeah. But other than that, I'll be chilling, man. Right on, right on. So I want to talk about first of all, like this brother just said. You're exceptional with painting pictures with your music. Thanks. You have the skill in bringing details. And it could be something as simple as you just saying, eating a sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's simple, you but you feel me? Like, that's simple, <laughs> but at the same time, because you're so vivid with it, you're allowing people into, like, that intimate space of your life and yeah. shit. Like, while whatever was going on was going on. Mm-hmm. So you have a line on North Philly Skull mm-hmm. where you talk about on your dresser, you've got a Bible, Glock 9, and an EBT. EBT. I got my EBT card on me, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, like, like, just for the record, so we know that like, it's, never, it's never no bullshit with me. Like, I got my shit I right here. Like, you I know what I'm saying? It. And you know I use it because it's tape on it. Like, I, I broke it in half. I dig it. I ain't feel like waiting for a new one. <laughs> no, them shits take long. Them shits take long. Trust me, I know. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah. um, what is what do those three things represent and symbolize for you? Especially That's because really I understand like North Philly Skull is like in the trenches record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the the mind state of somebody who's in the trenches. They gotta deal with what they gotta deal with on the hood terms, but they also are above. I'm not saying like better than, but just above the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? That, that it comes down to faith and protection. It comes down to in my heart of hearts. Like I was like, you know, and one of the things I don't really discuss a lot is religion. I was I was raised Christian. Mm-hmm. Even in straying from what would be considered the Christian way of doing things, the thought process and the belief system still exists with same, me. Same. The 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 need at times to to find comfort in the words of the religion is there for me still but at the same time i know what's going on outside you know what i'm saying and it's one of those things it's like it's like one of my favorite rappers of all time said uh and you know he's of a different religion but like he said you know trust in Allah but still tie up your camel it, you you know you know what i'm saying yeah, like 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 i believe i trust i have faith at the same time i know for a fact that the people outside don't operate right. under those same rules and guidelines so when it comes to me and mine the Bible isn't going to save me every time. Mm. And what's next to the Bible is what's going to save me when the Bible doesn't. Mm. And so that like, and then, you know, and then the EBT card, that was just for flavor. That it's there. It's there. But that, that's also just like, let y'all know, like, no, like, like I'm still here. Like I still go to the corner store and get my chips in my Arizona. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm still outside. Like we can still tap dance, but, but at the end of the day, it's one of those things. It's like, 
like the what I want to do, the things that I want to get away from, the things that I try to instill in my kids, like the things that I try to focus on in terms of faith and belief and things of that nature, like reading those things before I go to bed, you know, you know what I'm saying? If there's a dream or something like waking up, I'll wake up and just open, open the Bible and whatever page it lands on, I'm just right. going to start reading from there that day sometimes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get in that space sometimes. But then at the same time, like, if I'm home and I hear a loud noise, I got four women in my house mm-hmm. to protect. Can't throw a book. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? So that that that's like, like for me, like, lines like that is really like, hey, listen, this is the balance of it all. There's this side and there's the other side, and they meet. Yeah, they meet, and you just got to decide when to stand on what side of the fence. I you know what I'm saying? But that's that's really that's really where that that line comes from. Yo, he caught that joke. Oh, come on, man. I, I know, no, because I know, I know you hear things, but it's that's. Yo, that's, let me let me let me tell you this, right? Let me tell you this. I've been the type of MC for so long in my career that was so transfixed with the complex that I don't give a fuck about it anymore. Mm-hmm. I look for the simple shit. Like, if you able to tell, if you able to paint a fucking elaborate picture in like several words, mm-hmm. it's here and it's here. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have to, and don't get me wrong, I still love complex shit for me right. to break it down. Like, Lupe is one of my top fives. Like, I Definitely. love complex shit, but I love when an MC is able to just like, you don't want to have to run and get the guitar. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, that's my thing. Yeah. But that's my thing. Like like you said, like some of my favorite MCs, they are very wordy. I love it. But at the same time, I know that like... I got to start looking up these words right after the song. <laughs> right, like, right. Like, I don't like, know what you talking uh, about. Yo, like, like it's so many two times. Part two, like. <laughs> yo, it's so many rap lyrics, especially at, like, as, I grew, like, as I got older. Like when I go back and listen to some of the stuff that Cannabis was saying and realizing that I knew all the words to some of his records but didn't know what the hell he was talking about and then like certain words and certain phrases and references and analogies he used as I picked them up over the years I was like okay he right. he took the he took the long way to get there right. but yeah. I dig it <laughs> dog I learned that in music you have a very short amount of time. And this is before streaming and all the stuff that people say about, oh, the attention span is short. The human attention span is short. I know that because my entire life, like, you, you, I'm going to give you 45 seconds to a minute short. with music. Mm. I'm going to give you the first verse. Before, right, yeah. right. Get it out fast. Right, before, so before, before, before <laughs> it was on tape or on CD, you just, you just had to listen. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It wasn't like, oh, boom. Next artist streaming like, yeah. but like yeah, no, we are gonna get to the he point and we are gonna get there fast. But I'm gonna make sure you get there. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like different when you paying for that shit just to listen mm-hmm. to it, like as opposed to I can just buy this one app and everything is at the bottom of my there. hand. Right like, before, before it's like if I if I pay this money for this CD, oh, we are gonna listen to dude. every song twenty dollars until, I, until oh, I figure yeah. out which ones to, I like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying twenty dollars worth of spins on this motherfucker. Right, right. You was gonna get your money's worth out of that job. Like that, that that's what it was. You was always gonna get your money's worth out of the album you bought because you bought the whole album as a whole. Right. Nowadays, because people Shit, can jump from song FYE to song with the little joint. Oh, oh, listen to the yeah. Yo, y'all remember Tower Records? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, bro. I went to Kappa. So here's the thing. I went to Kappa. Now I'm from North Philly. I went to school in South Philly. Now most of my homies from Kappa, none of us lived in South Philly except for my man Trillions. So we all used to 
leave Kappa at the end of the day and walk to City Hall. It's only from South Street to City Hall. That's right. not too far. Right. But we always used to stop right there abroad in Chestnut and go to Tower Records, and then it was FYE. Mm-hmm. And we would lose a good hour or two in there at least three times a week. Like, you had to. You had to. It was like, that was every song. Just going through, just like, all right, that was with this joint a little bit, maybe. I used to love Tower Records, man. That was all my allowance money going to. Music. CDs and shit like oh, rest in peace to Tower Records. Yeah, man. man. Real fucking shit, dog. Yeah, these That's kids will man. never understand. Never. Never. They, you can't even explain to them. It's man, a lot like... of shit these kids won't understand. <laughs> yeah. Yo, try explaining. Listen, when you get a chance, I want you to talk to somebody who's, let's say, born anytime after 2005. No way. Right? And explain to them a dial tone. Nah. Yeah, how about it? We definitely left dial tones alone and like There's no such thing. That's crazy. Like there's no such thing as dial tones anymore. Like like kids don't understand dial tones. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I was explaining that to 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 my my middle daughter. And she was like, wait, what? Like, you would pick up the phone and just hear a noise? I'm like, yeah, that let yeah. you know that the phone was working. She's like, you didn't just That's put the numbers in and hit dial? I'm like, nah, it wasn't, it wasn't right. that type party. Right, like, right. Yeah. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, try explaining the dial tone to one of these kids. Hey, <laughs> she <listen>. was calculus. <laughs> That's a beautiful segue, too, because this actually goes into another question that I had for the project. Mm-hmm. So. Wait. I got one. Oh, no, go ahead, fam. Go ahead. What was the inspiration behind Crown Me? Because that song I've been fucking with, that's been my drum. Because I started banging that drum while I was cooking on Friday. Mm. And I had to get on spin to the point that my boss thought I was sending subliminals to him. Like, yeah. like, he was like, yo, you keep spinning this drum. Like, what's up, my man? Like, Are you we good? Like, yeah, we I'm just like, no, no, we good. I'm just fucking with this drum. Like, uh, man. Uh, Crown Me was one of those ones where it was like, I just... I had the first four bars in my head just stuck. You know what I'm saying? I done made some mistakes on the aim to be great, signed the deal I never needed, gave some fame to a snake. Mm-hmm. And won't go too deep into that because, right. you know, but like that whole situation I had. And then, um, pardon me. Um, so it was one of those things where it was just like, I was like, what's the real, like, I just wanted to make one of those records that just felt like, it felt what like I grew 90s. up on, yeah. like yeah, like, like, like that's like, what I loved about it. I was just dog, like, gave me that the, whole the rapping a cappella <laughs> at the end of that was strictly because when I heard Beanie Siegel do that on Stick to the Script on the Dynasty album, I was like, one of these days I'm gonna keep rapping when that beat cut off. I dig it. And when I wrote it, it timed out that way, and I was like, oh no, I gotta leave it like that. So Crown Me was just one of those ones. Like, what's the like out of everything? What's the most nostalgic rap record that just feels like what I would listen to growing up? And everything in there was just me drawing on the last year and a half or so of my life and the changes that have come from leaving certain situations, beginning new certain situations, even certain things like saying things like, I'm a dad now. I can no longer just focus on rap. There was a point in time six years ago where I could just focus on rap. And then five years ago, I couldn't focus on rap. You know what I'm saying? And I took a break. You know what I'm saying? Like even before I did Authentic. When I started Authentic, I hadn't rapped in eight months. Like, I think we had did a show together. If I'm not mistaken, we did a show together at Underground Arts. And Ooh, then I stopped rapping, Arts. but we did it in August. All and right. then I stopped rapping from August to March. Sheesh. 
Right, right. Wait, you wasn't even like working on no stuff in your house, like on no just off the charts freestyling when you every now and then, every now and then. But I'm not. I've never been a rapper who just raps just because. Like you know how like some people will have like a notebook with a hundred raps in it. Yeah, that's me. But it's like poetry lines. I I once I know that I have a reason to rap. I'll write everything. I'll write everything that's been going on. I'll have little lines here and there that I'll type in my phone or write down on a little piece of paper, like things that'll hit me or like I'll record like a voice note. But other than that, I don't just have extra raps laying around. I used to, when I used to be battling heavy and running around doing every single cypher, I used to keep a fresh verse on me. Now it's like, all right, I have, if I have a point that I want to convey, I don't need 14 extra verses that nobody's ever going to hear to convey that point. So when I wasn't rapping, I wasn't writing. I wasn't doing nothing. I told like my producer homies that was always sending me beats, yo, don't even worry about me right now. Like, like we're going we gonna to link, but don't even worry about me right now. I'm not even in that space. Right. So like a record like Crown Me is just like, that, that might have been... Because I had that four bars, I think once I found the beat where I could say those four bars, that might have been either the first or second record that I wrote for James. Because, yeah, it was. It was Crown Me, and then I wrote uh, Elite. No way. I wrote Crown Me, and then I wrote Elite. And then I was like, oh, wait. All right, we got something here. Let's let's flush this whole situation out and see what we got. But, yeah, Crown Me was just like one of those ones like, all right, if if I don't do a whole project and I only put out one song, that what do I, song. that was going to be it. That John was if hitting it, down. If I, if I never made it to a space where I'm going to do a whole project and it's like, all right, I just want to put out one rap record just to let niggas know what's up with me. It's it was going to be Crown Me. Right, that's right. what it was going to be. So yeah, that, that, that probably is the... Yeah, that's the answer. Is, no, that's it was all perfect. I had. Because I had like that whole early 90 feel the mm-hmm. whole week when I was listening to my music from 50, Bloodhound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Z, Sunshine, like um, JD, Money, anything. So I was like, I was like falling into like the whole old school. Early, early Thursday like was for the locks, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I got you to Friday, and I was like, all right, yeah, this shit dope. And like, there we go, like right yeah. into the weekend, like there we go. Dig, dig. <laughs> all right, so let's get into some shits, man, because you know some shits is coming. Let's get man. to the shits. You know what I'm saying? So. Two of my favorite records on the project. First, let's get that out the way. Mm-hmm. North Philly Skull. I told you. I love records where, like, sit down, shut up, listen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't even have a hook. You was just like, nah, yeah. I'm going to let you breathe. Yeah, Digest gonna breathe. that information. And we're going to come back with some and more. we're going to come back with some more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The second one is For Me. I just love the energy of For Me. I really love the energy that's of For one. Me that's shit. the one I wrote in the Uber. Yeah. For real? That's the oh, one I wrote shit. in the Uber. I did I did all the other records in that one day. Elite, Northfully Sco, Half Moon, Crown Me, If This My Last Song. I did all those in one day. And I was like, all right, I'm cool at six records. I'm cool. My man Jim Boney, he sent Wait, me the beat. Wait, you think that was too small for a project? No, no. Because my thing was, I was never, the project wasn't, it sounds crazy, the project wasn't for anybody else. The project was simply for me, like, all right, people know I rap. I haven't, you know, I I had an album out. I wasn't able to do what I wanted to do with it because of the pandemic and certain things coming up. All right, let me just put some music out. I wasn't really concerned with if people was like, damn, that's not enough music, because it could have been nothing. 
Yeah. I could have not put out anything. Yeah. But it was like, all right. So I was cool at six. And then my man, Jim Boney, he sent me this beat. And he was like, yo, I'm just messing around with some new sounds I got. Let me know what you think. I'm wait, what? And I think I just, inspiration comes from everywhere. Because rapping is cool again, shout out to Griselda. Oh hell yeah! Shout out to Benny yeah. the Butcher. Dog, I think All I had just them, I had like, just lived. Yeah, the whole squad, but Benny yeah. is my nigga. Yeah, dog. no, Benny Benny is on some shit yeah. right now. Like Benny's working his way into that Jada Kiss space. Yes, for me. Yeah, like, yes, I have. Yo, he got that whole locks fill when he rap. Uh, my my thing with Benny is at this point, every verse that I hear, there's at least one line in there that makes me go, damn. Mm. That's ooh, ooh, you thought of that shit mm-hmm. before me. Like, and that's that's what Kiss always gave me. Like, I'm yeah, you like about that. every you single verse, there's film. always one at least one line yeah. that makes me go, oh no, nah, he ki- he killed that. Like that's that's the line. Mm-hmm. So Benny's working it to his way, but like for me, it was more so like I heard that beat and I was like, Oh, I, I'm about to just rap. And then you know the hook is the hook is the hook, and you know with with the slang and everything. But I was just like, no, nah, I'm gonna get off on this joint, and that it. that was my, yeah, that's that 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 was the most fun I had rapping in a long time. And that's then when up. we was in the studio, played it, like after we finished it, it was a podcast that was upstairs recording. They happened to come downstairs, and we was just going through the records, putting everything in order. And it was like five or six people, and they all heard it. And it was like, wait, is this on the project? I'm like, nah, I'm going to put this drawing out either before the project or after the project. This as a Lucy. It was like, yeah. Everybody in the room was like, Yo, are you fucking tripping? Yeah. Dog, your project has seven songs now. I'm like... <laughs> All right, uh, uh, I, you know, yeah. that's what people are saying. Like, like I, I'm, not, I'm not above being like, all right, I'm wrong. Right, cool, I'm wrong. Then <laughs> seven, and I just had to reorder my track list. I reordered my track list, put everything in order, and we. But yeah, for me, it's you my could shit, definitely bro. hear the energy. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you said that that's the record that you know I wrote that it was like Uber. I'm having fun again. Like yeah. you could hear that shit. That's all I yeah. wanted to do. Like, like I at that point I said, all right, and I'm not one of those people, and. I'll get I'll get back. You know what I'm saying, but I'm not one of those people where um, uh, where it's like, oh, I got to do a song for the ladies, and I got to do a song for the party, and I got to do a song. Never been that person. But in looking at the project, I'm like, yo, I, you kind of uh, gave a little bit of all that though. But but it was it was just because that was the natural flow of things. Yeah. But then when I did for me, I'm like, all right, now in, in order to put this in order, oh shit, I got a little bit of everything for everybody. But this is just rap. So we're gonna put this right here. Boom. Like it, like that one, it just sort of worked its way into the process. But yeah, I, that's one of my favorites, bro. I play that. Like when I when I first finished the project, I wasn't playing the project in whole anymore. I just kept playing for me. And then I was like, all right. And then I went back and like now I play it in rotation. But at first, once I recorded that, I was stuck on that record, bro. I feel you. That's all right, shit. so shit's time. Shit's time, mm-hmm. my nigga. Shit's time. Yeah, I said it, bruh. <laughs> Half, moon. Half moon. Talk to me, man. Half moon. Cause full glass under a half moon. I'm it's a vibe, bro. I, I hate know because yeah. I'm about to say, 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 say that. I hate when niggas say that. But it's, it, it, I'm gonna come all the way clean with you. I'm gonna come all the way clean with you. That ain't it for me, but I know that ain't it. For me, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. <laughs> and I appreciate that because that's the thing. Like, like niggas will tell you, 
Yo, I was fucking with the whole project. I wasn't really fucking with Half Moon, and my thing has always like with is no is no way to say it without sounding like a jackass as an artist. And I, I try not to do that. So I'm just I was like, in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't for you unless you were in that situation where it's supposed to be for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like. Uh, hold on. The, it, it, it's not. It's not, I'm not going to say it's not for niggas to listen to because the whole, pro, like every song is for everybody to listen to. Right. But unless you've been in that situation where you just been cooling with somebody you vibe with, Wait. whoever that your choice of vibe me. is. I don't know what y'all talking like, about. But listen, but whoever your choice of vibe with is, it, even if you're not with them at that moment, if you say, yo, there's somebody that I would just love the, to just sit, and, yeah. sit and smoke or sit and have a drink with and talk. And possibly get it popping and just ride around on a nice summer night and just sit in the car with with the, you know what I'm saying, with the street light on and just have a conversation at night. Like that, like that, like that's where that came from for me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like no, I, I, a lady came to my mind listening to the song. That, that, that's like, what it's supposed to do. Like... <laughs> if, if, if you're not with your lady, somebody's supposed to come to mind. And if you've ever had anybody that comes to mind in that moment, even if you're not with them now, if you've ever had the song is going to resonate because it's like, yo, I I get it. Right. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Just sit outside yeah. on a summer night. You know what I'm saying? Nice right, little full moon and a half moon. The job. Like, that shit was getting to me. That shit, hey, Almost man. had a nigga crying at work. Listen, shit, man. Like, listen, man. Full glass under Thinking about moon. old shit. Like, hold up. I was like, hold up. Thinking about old work. Thinking about like, old work. Oh, this where we going? Like, hold like, on. Next <laughs> let, let me, let me, let me hit the skip on I was like, wait, let's get back to the street shit. Let's get back to the street shit. Feeling like I'm losing script. What number is crown me? Hold up. Let me go back to crown me. This nigga tripping. Hold up. Hold up. That's that's one of them ones, man. That's one of those ones where it's like, like, it's not, it's not a song for the ladies. It's a song about a lady or a vibe. It's really for the fellas, though. Emotional shit off. Like, like, I know you're attractive, ma'am. Ma'am, I know you're attractive. Me and you have a great time together. First off, let's not act like nobody else finds you attractive. Because if I find you attractive, I know somebody else does. Exactly. There's somebody else in your DM. Whether you're curving them or not is none of my business. Exactly. It's none of my exactly. business right now. Keep it real with me when you're with me. And other than that, there's is, is nothing else to talk about. But just so you know, Friday, I get off work at this time. What do you say? I get this, I get this, we go here, and we just chill. We just be us. Take your phone, swipe up the joint, hit the little hat, and that was the double part on there. Full glass under a half moon, but the half moon on the iPhone is the do not disturb. So it's, all right. Oh, shit, see, I ain't got an iPhone, so that caught me. Put your phone on do not disturb, so whoever's trying to get at you for the evening, your time is taken. We're We're here. Tell them you're you're unavailable for the night. You're unavailable for the night. You're you're here with me. And we're yeah. going to be in this moment and whatever the case may be is the case. Like You're working all night. Like, like, like whatever, like even if nothing happened, even if we just sit and talk life theories all night, cool. Whatever the case may be, but we uninterrupted for the night. The moon is out. Put the half moon on your phone. Have a sip. Whatever your, whatever your choice of whatever may be. And we go from there. And that's that's where, you know what I'm saying? And then I just also, like, the silk shit that I put at the end, that was just me being a jackass. I was like... <laughs>
Respect. That's Respect. Me and my lady, right? I'm going to tell you something funny. <laughs> me and my lady, every now and then, we'll get high and watch old R&B videos. Right on. Just because. Just that classic shit. Though. Just go on YouTube, start flipping through music videos. So we came across meeting in my bedroom. Wait, the Drew Hill? No, the Silk Joint. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then we went to, then we just started, we was on a Silk kick and we just playing Silk videos. Then the If You uh, record, they had the record If You. And they was doing this dumbass dance in the video. And we made fun of that shit for like weeks. And then when I was in the studio, as I was finishing the record, I was like, yo, I'm about to take the bridge from the If You and sing that on this joint. Just because people who remember the record are going to be like, oh, damn. That's, he he knows about the whole silk. purpose behind this joint. Like, he knows about silk. To, but then at the same time, when my girl hears it, she's like, yo, you, you, you tripping. Like, you like, cause it's an inside joke with me and her about the video and the dances in the video. Like, that's an inside joke. So, once again, me, the music just being therapeutic for me, I take one of my personal jokes and put it in the music. It relates to everybody if you know the record. But, but at the same time, that's for, it's not that's necessarily key, for yeah, everybody. It's, that's a key you know word that, for your lady. The, like, yo, listen. That's like, the fun That's the fun in I it, man. You. Just creating and having fun. But yeah, that was, Half Moon was, it was interesting. A lot of the homies was like, dog, what are you? <laughs> dog. And I get that too. Yeah. As experimental MCs, folks, fuck that. As experimental artists, folks. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't being is, an artist supposed to be experimental? Oh, that's what like, we get into, yeah. fam. Like, we're uh, supposed to be touching say, different colors. I don't want to be in this creative box where I got to be stagnant by this is how it's supposed to look and this is how it's supposed to sound. That's very like, true. I want to create me, my fam. own way. Right that's on. very true, but like, one of the, one of the and this is go back to something you asked earlier. One of the luxuries of for me in doing James was anything that I was or wasn't having fun doing. Like when niggas, people who know Philadelphia rap over the last ten years or so, if they hear the name I know Brasco, they know what they about to get. They gonna get some raps. Not to say that I got pigeonholed into that. But when I would step away from it, niggas would be like, yo, no, that's cool, but we still need this. So doing a record like Half Moon is a stretch for me, not because not because I'm not used to doing a record like that, but being confident enough to be like, all right, we're going to put this joint smack dab in the middle of the project. Right, right. It's probably a lot of people that stopped right there and never got to, because for me is the next record. Right. So they probably never got right, there yet and right, don't know what's on the other right. side. Mm-hmm. I can't even hold you like this is the, this is the reason why like I love listening to an album period right because it don't even matter about cause like I'm weird right I'm shot the fuck out like I got my subjective side and then I got my objective within the subjective and then outside that motherfucker like I can really sit down and assess myself on some shit whereas I break down objectively how I ain't shit and how I am this shit like it just is right so I listen to an entire album's body because it don't even matter how I feel personally about that song. What matters is the story you're telling as a complete body of work. 
Mm-hmm. That's how I like that's why mm-hmm. I said what I said. I'm like, yo, I, it ain't for me, but it's for you know what I mean? It's not for me, but right. it still allows me to continue the line of consciousness, like the contextual string that you building throughout the album because you're talking about you yourself, you know what I mean? So it ain't supposed to be for me regardless, you know what I mean? Right. Cuz like you talking to you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, with that said, like you did well with putting your life on a on a plate or just as an offering to people to be like, yo, listen, like you know me as the rapper, but this is this is this, 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 this I got layers. Like, right. And it's like, yo, this is this is everything that I have to offer in terms of what I feel as though I can give you rapping at this exact moment. This is everything. If there like it's only seven records. If it was nine records, like if I had three more important things that I needed to say on record, if I had three more important things, it would have been nine records. The seven yeah. was it. Yeah. This is me. You know what I'm saying? Like even with the with the project being called James, that's the name my mama gave me. My producer, his his production name is Jim Boney. His real name is James. Right, so right. that's that plays into it. Even the acronym for that came about in the studio. I wasn't thinking about that going in. The just a man every day striving, that wasn't my thought process going in. But coming out of it, it makes more sense for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, I love acronyms. I'm usually big with, like, I love putting acronyms, like, with my projects. Um, it, was, it wasn't there. I wasn't thinking about it. I was just like, yo, this is it. This is me. I'm going to rap. James. Boom. His name is James. My name is James. We did this. Boom. That's what it is. Everything else about it after the fact, it, it just sort of fell into place. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it's like, it, it it was dope though. The whole thing, everything about it to me is just like, yo, this is all I got. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give y'all everything I got. We're going to do some merch. Like things I haven't done before that I should have done. I'm going to do everything I can possibly do. And this is not morbid at all. I mean- let me let me clarify this first. Oh man, this claim is dangerous. The, the, the last record on James is called "If This Is My Last Song." All right. I have no idea when I'm going to record another rap song to release. Mm. I'm not retiring. I'm not tired of rap. Nothing like that. It's just that the world is a little crazy right now. I don't know what's next for me. I may decide like I'm like I may you know decide to become a pastor or I may decide to become a teacher. Is this your exclusive that you're about to No, no that's, what I'm, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not like, I, I don't I know mean, what's next for me. you can still be a pastor and a rapper. Oh, shit. Man. Nah, nah, no Bethers. No Bethers. No Bethers. Because I can't, I can't talk about right. how I want to talk about right. it. Right. I can't you. Like, people act like the pastor's supposed to be this. It's not even about that. It's like, you got two different podiums, man. Because yeah. both, both people do the same thing just for, right. just for different reasons. Like, you got one person with a voice that's talking to many. Mm-hmm. And delivering a message, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got a job, that's well, like, well, aren't both delivering a message? No, as s- an artist, you're delivering a message. What Your I'm message. saying is that, but one is more well, self-serving, right? Like, and- like when I rap, I rap about what I've been through, what I want, and what I will do to get what I want or to stop it from not being mine. As a pastor, you're there's a there's a set rules basis of ideology you're pulling from that and giving a message 
in rap, you're creating the message. You're creating your own narrative. You don't get to create your own narrative with religion. I don't see how you can effectively do both at the same time. I feel you. I feel like, no disrespect, I feel like gospel rappers are just, they're just rapping the Bible, which makes sense. Right. But it's not, you can't really deviate too far from that before the core gospel fans are going to be like, what are you doing? And beyond that, what's the message now? Like, what's the message now, like, truly in terms of... But yeah, like, but no, I only say that because honestly, like real as simple as it gets, you know what I'm saying? To me, you can't put on your, your Coca-Cola vest and go to work and then when you get off of Coca-Cola, you go next door and put on your Pepsi vest and then go to work. <laughs> like, at some point in time, CEO over here going to be like, yo, yo, my, my, my guy. Like your right. numbers are looking great, but you, you got to make a decision. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? There's worlds in between, don't get me wrong, but to stand on one stadium doing one thing or one podium doing one thing and then another podium somewhere else doing the same, right. like, it's just something about that for right. me. I'm you like, yeah, that's the perfect analogy. You can't play for both for both teams and you can't split the jersey in half like Nelly did at the Super Bowl uh, that time. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't do that. You can't be on both sides of the fence and be able to portray. Both at the same time, not to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you can have you could have the lifestyle of a rapper and be a pastor. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And it might make what you draw from the word more effective to reach a certain Absolutely. crowd. You can be a rapper and live like a pastor. Mm-hmm. You can't be a pastor and a rapper and live the lifestyles of both at the same right. time. That's just to me. At the same time, I've never been a pastor, so this I don't true. know shit. Like this I may, like maybe you could, but I don't see it. Yeah, this you know, true. maybe the Bible should span. You know, maybe I mean, these times yeah, I require see, man. different. Ooh, see, see, listen, this is what I'm gonna do, right? Yeah, I'm I mean, gonna yeah, save my either soul. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't and I'm gonna to take like several steps over to the left, just in case. I'm not saying that you're gonna get struck by lightning or anything. <laughs> God but damn! Just in case, case, you, you know. Just lightning on your boy. No, listen, man. This is just it's, it's ideologies, okay. you know. Like it, I, I'm not just no. Nah, just I'm just saying. You but know, but why not? But you know? but my thing. But my thing is like like I was saying. Like when I said, if this is my last song, right? If it is. And this is the last thing you take from me. The last words in that song are, like I said, my rap name is I Know Brasco. I say, fuck I know. If you love me, just call me James. Plain and simple. That's the end of, if I were to stop rapping today, my last line would be, if you love me, call me by the name that my mom gave me. That's it. That's all. You don't have to do nothing else. Just call me by the name that I, that, that, that. It's my dad's name. It's my grandfather's name. It's respect. That's all you got to do. So for me, when I, like, when I name the Project James and I say this is all I have to give, hypothetically speaking, if this is my last song, this is where we stop. And that, from here on, just greet me as James and everything is good. So that's why when I say this, like, like the project is just, so simple and to the point for me, that's all it is. It, yeah. Damn. Ladies and gentlemen, in accordance and in the listening atmosphere, meet James. 
I want to thank you, I know Brasco, for coming appreciate through. Appreciate that, bro. You know what I mean? Appreciate that. Appreciate you having me, man. Right. Listen, man, like, it's one of those things since the pandemic, these type of things, like being able to meet and just talk with people that, that you respect their, their viewpoints and, you know what I'm saying, and what they're trying to do and what they're trying to give to the world, it's one of those things you can't lose. Much love. You see what I'm saying? The world is, everybody's getting put into their little bubbles. It's still... Gotta have that human interaction there, and I appreciate that from y'all, man. I'm happy to be able to come and just talk life with y'all. Right on, right on. You know what I'm saying? Anytime, please, just let me know. If you, if it's ever somebody cancel at the last minute, as long as, as, long as my bum-ass Eagles ain't playing, just be like, yo, I did. pull up. Right on. I'm going to pull up. You right know what on. Saying? Much love, much love. I go by the name of Jetty A-Track. The music in the background was our producer. He getting aired out right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> and if you didn't hear it, I just shot my producer, and I wanted to send him a great big astral projected hug. You know what I mean? <laughs> J E I D E, the number eight, T R A C K. You can find me on Positive Vibes, maybe IG, Twitter, PVM Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Swing that thing over to the right side. My nigga, yeah. oh, dancing. Oh, <laughs> oh, Yo, I was really out Hot my potato bag. filled. Yeah, I was fumbling for real. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> Follow me on IG and Twitter at dash underscore Smith 89. See you next time. Yeah, yeah. Also, you know, uh, you know, support your boy at Fly Him Out, you know, uh, catering. Going right back Can to I, shoot. Can I get my, my, should. <laughs> Can I get my social media as well? Oh, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, I know Brasco. That's I-K-N-O-W-B-R-A-S-C-O. No underscores, no extra numbers or punctuations, cause I'm I be forgetting shit, so I be having Dude. to keep it simple. Um, they know I know dot com. Um, the merch will be available in time for the holidays, so buy somebody you love a hoodie with my name on it, because that's very vain of me to ask you to do. But if you do, I appreciate it, and I'll send you some extra shit too. Right on, but, uh, right on. but yeah, man, and uh, everybody stay blessed. You know what I'm saying. Send send a card to your neighbor. Just write them a how you doing card, and just make the world a better place, man. There you go. Yeah, you was right about this one. That shit strong as shit. I try to tell you, motherfucker, and we Yo. are out.